Welcome to the Limitless Lifestyle Coaching Podcast, where we help overwhelmed moms who are ready for lasting change, ditch fad diets, develop a long game lifestyle, and ultimately become the epitome of health and create a limitless life. Welcome, everyone. I am Shannon Klepek, lifestyle transformation coach, former personal trainer, Zumba instructor, all the other things, step aerobics instructor way back in the... Oh, I had rooms of 50. They had to take all the spin bikes out to fit in my Zumba classes. I'll have to find some pictures. <laughs> I didn't know that about you. Fun fact. Yeah, I did it all. I've done CrossFit and I've done elite boot camp and I've done step aerobics and I've done Olympic lifting and I've done all the things. And now I'm doing powerlifting and I'm about to change something else because <laughs> my blood pressure can handle it. I think on our next group Zoom, we should do some, we should get some demos from you. I would like to see all these talents that you have. And then maybe you guys should bring some of yours too, because I'm sure we we have all walked the gamut of many different things. But I'm Shannon. I'm a lifestyle transformation coach. And let me introduce. Oh, who- I'm, is this my cue? <laughs> this is your cue. <laughs> okay. Well, you're pointing that way and I'm over oh, here. So it's oh, kind no, of funny. Oh, your ear. <laughs> Um, I'm Kendi, also a lifestyle transformation coach of Alpha Female and former CrossFit affiliate owner. I also dabbled in some Zumba, but I never taught any classes. And I did step aerobics with my mom at church when I was young. So, I mean, just a couple, couple, but you know what my real thing was? Um, P90X or Insanity. That was my, I thought I was really getting, getting it when I was doing that. Oh, and I am Kayla, a lifestyle transformation coach for the Limitless Lifestyle Coaching Program. Mom of two, this is Wrigley, for those of you watching live. Um, Former personal trainer, gym owner, never experienced Zumba. I've watched it because I had Zumba at my gym. It was fun to watch. Oh, Insanity, the only experience I had with Insanity was my roommates and I tried it a couple times in college and we had to do it in the parking garage because our condo was too small. And they had like tuck jumps in there, so like you couldn't all be tuck jumping in the condo. Just imagine four girls in the parking garage with the laptop on the car, tuck jumping. (laughs) I feel like the men probably made their rounds watching the girls doing their... Yeah, we were out. It was so fun. And my my coaching process is called Shields. And so we have alpha, female, whatever direction you're in, the limitless lady and she <laughs> a limitless lady lady <laughs> like the airplane lady like the exits are here and here yeah. and air yeah. traffic control we like to call our little chats Kendi has a, a podcast coming soon that she is thinking about calling the shit storm or something along those because yes. of that <laughs> because of all the shit that is constantly happening we got together as a little group and we wanted to discuss a topic so the topic we decided on today was as it is titled i promise you don't need help the difference between a help and a guide right mm-hmm. any opening thoughts thoughts on this? Yeah, I don't know. I'm just excited to dissect this, uh, especially with the different perspectives. But um, I feel like there's a lot of and I used to live inside this. And sometimes I still catch myself there. 
from this like helpless feeling. Like there's no possible way I could ever do any of the things that I want to do. Um, and like even just looking at my own life five years ago, like the things I've changed and been like, wow, I can't believe I felt so helpless in that single situation right there. So building that resilience and getting to a place where you know you're not helpless and you do have the power to, to change things and you might not always know the right direction to be headed. Yeah. Can well, feed I, that feeling. Yeah. When I think of help, I think of almost frantic, like I need help, mm -hmm. you know, when you're, I remember as a mom with babies and, and Jason would come, I need somebody to help me clean the house. Like, it's almost like there's just a frantic frenzy of grasping for things that I think going to perfectly, you know, if we visualize that versus I'm seeking guidance, that's a much more controlled, intentional path. And than. conscious, like critical thinking type of, because if someone just like help, like if you think of like a kid, if I just help my kid do something, if I just tie their shoe for them and send them out the door like they didn't learn anything they didn't get anything out of it they just know that i need you every single time i need my shoe tied versus if i sit there and i'm like okay you can't get your shoe on so first we need to you know and i and you guide them through that experience it's like their takeaway is so different so that's the when you're like saying that that's the first thing that's like coming to my mind like which way i interact even just with my kids well i like putting it because helping is puts the power in someone else's hands right it's like well i need help you're the one to help me because yeah. I'm incapable of doing this thing, right? But that means that it doesn't give you any power. So then kind of like what Kendi says, like her kid won't ever feel capable of tying his or her own shoe. Like, well, I, I just can't do it. So I guess I need help, right? So I actually went and looked up some definitions because I really enjoy some word study sometimes. <laughs> and I think this comes from, uh, I really like to be, I don't want to say I like to be right, but I like to really prove my case. So I'm not just going to say like this is, I'm going to, I'm going to back it up. So the definition of help, all right, is to make it easier for someone to do something by offering services or resources to hand them help. Okay. Um, the opposite of that, the definition of helpless is unable to defend oneself or to act without help. So one thing we were talking about before this was like, when you get help, that's great. Somebody say I get, um, um, I had somebody come in and help me clean the house. Okay. They came in and helped it. They provided a service. It was great while they were here, but we moved and I didn't, I don't have a housekeeper anymore. Now I am helpless. So my house is dirty. Remove the help. I shouldn't call it the help. <laughs> <And that's laughs> That was good. I mean, when you remove help, then you're left helpless. Okay. And I am not fully equipped to clean my house in depth the way I am. I just choose not to um, every, every week. So that's one, that's the difference. So when you receive help and then you no longer have help, you're still not equipped. You're left back helpless again. When I think of times in my life, even like in my business or like in school, like all of the stuff where you had someone help you, like a tutor or a mentor or whatever, right? And it's like you, if you rely on them too much and they don't give you the the tools and the knowledge and power or, you know, feel empowered to do it on your own, then you can't ever grow. Yeah. 
I'm wrapping them behind you. Yeah, uh -huh. it's like when somebody, it's like when you receive the answer, do the test. You pass the test, but come to do it again, you're not gonna know how to do it. Yeah, for me, like what's coming to my brain right now is like when I was in nursing school, like all through school, you, you're taught how to like memorize information, take the test and forget it. Well, like when you, when you're a nurse, you can't do that. Like you have to like actually learn it so you can take it and critically think and act on the fly in whatever situation that patient is going to dish to you. So if you don't truly understand or learn or experience the confidence and empowerment that comes from understanding it, then you literally can't take care of anyone. Like you're going to fail. So yeah, you, you can't just like operate like, oh, this thing, because it always is beyond that. That's like, um, yeah, you're learning how to pass a test, mm -hmm. learning how to actually apply it. The helping and the guiding, like how do we explain to them how that relates to what we do versus maybe what they think, think, what they think we do. Or think what, they th what they think we do. So let's go over the def definitions of guide. Okay, there's a, a noun and a verb setting here. So the guide noun would be Kendi, Kayla, and I, a person who advises or shows the way to others. Okay, uh, in the verb sense, it's show or indicate the way to or direct or have influence in the course of action. So who advises or shows the way. I like how it says shows the way. So not only like, let me pick you up in my taxi cab and take you to this point. No, I'm going to show you the way so that you with your own two feet can get there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Instead of not being able to get there without the GPS. <laughs> Like, yeah. yeah. Well, and even if you, we provide a GPS the first few times, you still learn, right? As long as you can learn to navigate the way. But just, I guess that's the difference between a GPS and a taxi driver. Because a taxi driver drives you there and drops you off. A GPS system tells you how to get there so that you can actually... You're in the driver's seat. You're in the driver's seat. We're just the GPS system. This seat? Analogies today. My God. That, how many Instagram post ideas did we just come up with? <laughs> like, At least billion. At least a million. <laughs> all, our, all our coaching friends are going to watch this. And when we see these little things, we're going to be like, that was me. Hey, <laughs> that looks familiar. Wait a minute. How did you get that idea? I was going to say, because like I've been a coach, like a softball coach before, you know, a few years ago. And like, I can't go out and hit for the players, right? I can't go out and pitch for them. I can't go out and play outfield and all the stuff, even though I'm really damn good at it. Right. But I can't do it <laughs> for them. They have to do it so I but it doesn't like I need to teach them how and so as coaches we just teach you how we'll give you all the resources we'll give you the mitt we'll give you the bat we'll give you the right equipment but you still need to learn how to use it mm -hmm. and we'll help you with your technique too but if you come to the game with a hockey stick and I don't know a hockey pads on you're gonna have a really hard time running to first base if you even hit the ball so like that's like like that analogy is like all the excess bullshit <laughs> It's all the crap that's out there. And it's like, okay, well, you don't need all that stuff. You just need this. But then when you think we, we've been so set for so long thinking that we need that thing, that's so good that like be coming to the game ill-equipped. If the goal is weight loss, you know, strength improvements, a happy uh, happiness life, like just being happy and you're putting all this shit on, that's a very good visual for what a lot of people are doing. And that's mm -hmm. also what makes our job very hard because before we can get to running to the base, we have to help undo all a this. A lot, stuff. yes. 
a lot of them are attached to that hockey equipment. Mm -hmm. They're sold on it. But mm -hmm. you know, even though I'm like white knuckling it and I it's never worked before, I'm so sold on that this is gonna be so that makes it tough for us because that's when we we had a conversation about this before we got on here too. It makes it hard because uh, sometimes some hard truth needs to be spoken. And I know for me, when I talk to my clients, I'm like the first shoot eight to 12 weeks is all about just building personal awareness. Mm -hmm. How do things make you feel? Has that worked? What do you like about that? What do you not like? And that's like that un getting naked part. Mm -hmm. Take it off, girl. Take it off. Uh, I think a lot of people, like just to speak to that point for a second, a lot of people are very unaware of what they're doing mm -hmm. or the sheer fact that they're wearing hockey equipment at a softball game and they don't they don't know it because it's all that's ever been shown to them. It's all they know. And so just bringing that awareness to those things like, hey, this isn't going to work. Um, let's yeah. let's start thinking in a different direction like that. That's huge. There's a lot of trust they place on us as a coach. And uh, that's a heavy thing. I think that's why we take, I mean, we take our jobs real seriously because we we have some big ideas that we're sharing. We're talking about just being happy in life. Like that's a big deal. The thing I was thinking of, the difference between helping and guiding too is the level of reward and pride that you get from it. You know, when you are receiving help, the other person, like you don't, you can't claim anything for yourself. It was just mm -hmm. taxi driver took me from here to there. When you do, when you allow somebody to guide you, somebody, I think it was Demetria one time, put it like this another analogy for you guys so on many the bowling alley on the bowling alley if if the client is a bowling ball we're like the bumper pads so as you're walking going down through your journey and stuff you used to get to a little too far over here let's bump you in again mm -hmm. to sort of you're still paving the way you're still making decisions and choices and implementing things but you have a little bit of a safety net um how often is have we as business owners have gone to our coaches with an idea seeking some advice or permission. And all we needed was for them to say, yeah, go do it. And then you're like, okay, sweet, I'll go do it. I knew in the back of my mind, I just needed a little bit of empowerment, permission. Or I need to know that this is a squirrel and it's going to take me way off over here where I don't need to be. And it's gonna be a bunch of wasted effort, you know? So yeah, just like being able to decipher those two things, like, yes, keep going. That will move you where you wanna go or no, that is, probably yeah. you're chasing a squirrel. Don't do that. Well, I love when clients like it's always in the first few weeks is when they're like, can I eat this? And I go, yeah, you could. And then they're like, really? And I go, I mean, the question is, is it's getting, is it getting you closer to your goals or away from your goals? And then they go, mm -hmm. oh, you're going to make me decide. <laughs> yeah. I, t I always, yep. Yeah, my, my classic question is like around food and stuff like that. I'm like, what do you want to do? Mm -hmm. Like, do you want to do that? Do you truly want to do that? Or are you feeling some kind of like social pressure or is this just a behavior or a habit? But like, what do you actually want? Because if you really want to do it, do it and get it out of the way. And don't feel guilty about it. Yeah. And don't, don't you can't probably do it every day. Well, no. You know, but like do it, get it out of the way and just why are you hanging on to it? Like I had a client just a couple weeks ago that was like, so we're going to my mom's house and it, it's our, it was like a tradition of some kind. And it only happens like once a year kind of a thing. And she was like, and we're, ha and my mom always makes chicken Alfredo and I'm, do I, should I eat it? And I'm like, well, what do you, that's why I asked it. Well, what do you want to do? I want to eat it. She only makes it, you know, and mm -hmm. like that's part of the experience of that tradition for her. And I said, well, okay, but understand that you can't, if the, you can't be mad with your consequences of the choices that you make. So like, will your weight, could your weight be up the next day because of it? Maybe but it could also not be. Do you know what I mean? It's like, you can't- You gotta just let it go. And you have to just let it go and say, yeah, I chose to eat, you know, enjoy yeah. the chicken Alfredo because that's what I chose. 
Yeah, and I think at that, point, at that point, that meal was a whole lot more. It wasn't just about the nutritional factor of it. It was a family experience. It's experience. Yeah. Yes. And so why are you going to, those are the times when you miss out on those things that you become resentful of the diet that you're on. So I tell my clients a lot of times, if you're going to eat those Reese's peanut butter cups, make love to them. Like be let, there. Well, make sure you're, <laughs> yes. Like be there. Don't yeah. be, don't eat them with your clothes on. I'm just kidding. But like, <laughs> Let them run. Fill <laughs> the bathtub. Get in. Because you want that. If you want them that bad, be present in the moment. Yes. And you're much more like you're much more likely to eat a reasonable amount if there's not this shame factor involved in it. You're so trying to hurry not, up. Oh, I can't be eating this, and I'm shoveling it down my mouth. Rather than I'm gonna let. You're much more likely to just enjoy a small portion and be done with it. You know. Yes. And that just like leads into that sustainability piece. And it also just to like bring this full circle, it creates that ownership that you're not going to get that feeling from someone just helping you yeah. versus someone guiding you in that through that decision-making process. Like there's so much more ownership and empowerment and confidence that's built from knowing that the, the Reese's peanut butter cups aren't going to like really create anything if you don't allow them to, you know? I'm also We're not guiding them if we just say, well, no, don't have that. <clears throat> don't eat that. Because yeah. then there's like, oh, like ever? <laughs> mm -hmm. Ever, ever going to touch that again, you know? Mm -hmm. And then guess what happens? Kayla's not in their corner as coach anymore. I, you, you no longer have the person telling you what to do. So us, a really good coach, a sign of one I believe is, is someone that asks really good questions. And I know a lot of my clients get frustrated with this because I'll ask them that too. Well, do you like doing that? How'd that make you feel? What do you think about that? Mm -hmm. And I think so many women haven't even thought or asked themselves those questions. They just want somebody to help and tell them what to do. But there's so much empowerment that comes from being able to make. So we're not going to rob you. If you have a coach or someone telling you, here's what you do, here's what you do, here's what, and there's no personal decision-making on your behalf, you've got the wrong person because it's, it deprives you of the opportunity of growth in yourself. You know, mm -hmm. when I'm really proud of a client that's, that's graduated, I, I know I see them making, if they can make good choices and be growing, that's all that matters to me. Mm -hmm. You know, I, or if they can answer some of those questions now and at the beginning they couldn't, like when I ask someone, well, what do you want? And they're like, I don't know. Like, yeah, it's, it's kind of heartbreaking in a way. Like, I mean, you still, like we still show up as the guide, as the leader and we push them towards that. But like, when you have that initial like interaction with someone and you're asking them like, well, what do you do that does make you happy? Or what do you feel good about? Or what do you want? or what would this look like for you? Um, a few women that I've talked to, we ask a question, one of those questions or a question about what does your best self look like? And they don't have anything to say. Like that, to me, it's like, I remember not being able to answer those questions. I remember being in that type of a position where I'm like, does that even matter? Why are you asking me that? I just need to lose 10 pounds, you know? Yeah, that's a good and, one. Because I think where all of us come from is a lot of personal experience. You know, yeah, we have, a background in fitness and all this other stuff, but we're all moms. We all have stuff going on in our life. It's not sunshine and rainbows. And a lot of what I teach people is just, I had to, I had to like climb some freaking mountains to get to the place where I feel like I am today. And to speed up that process for somebody, if somebody had asked me those questions and believed in me and given me the tools and resources and like, it, you can skip over so much of the hard shit. Mm -hmm. um, but you can't just, it, with help, you skip over the hard stuff and you end up right in the same place with a guide 
you get through some hard stuff and you stay here. Yeah, you build that like resilience to move through the, the hard things. Any, uh, any more thoughts? This was good. Full of analogies. I'm loving the softball hockey thing. I mean, if there are visual learners in the crowd, yeah. <laughs> Let's they get a cue, cue, cue. Mine just blew. <laughs> Your mind is blown. Yes. I want to see if we have any more things here. Uh, one of, a couple of my clients said, oh, I like that GPS versus taxi analogy. Mm -hmm. uh, Cody says, love hearing all this. Our girl Sam said, love you, ladies. Hey, Sam. Um, I think we owe all the people on Facebook uh, a flex. Oh. Yeah. Okay. There we go. Look at it. Here's to some, here's to strong females. <laughs> oh. Alpha, limitless. Built, built. <laughs> oh man, we didn't get in here by accident, y'all. We did it through hard work and some really good guides in our corner along the way. I'll have to say that too. That's true. Yeah, you don't have to do it on your own. Like, it is okay to ask for assistance from someone who has been through the shit. And yeah, because uh, yeah, a lot of people struggle with that part, like asking and knowing that that's okay, accepting that. I mean, so, that might be another talk, but it, but you're right. The ability to be coachable or teachable. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, to, I think that requires humility. It, it requires being able to say, yeah, I'm lacking knowledge in this area and I need help. And a lot of people are too walled off. They just, I'm good. I'm fine. Mm -hmm. When I do this, it works, but it doesn't because you're still there. And then, and then we ask them, what does it works mean to you? Mm -hmm. <laughs> that when I don't eat my peanut butter cups, I lose 10 pounds. That's what it means. When I starve myself for 24 hours, I just, I mean, all my hopes and dreams come from. When I, I eat free jello only for a couple yeah. of days. <laughs> and, do all, and do all my tuck jumps. I can't sleep at night and all my joints ache and hurt, but I mean, it's, I'm, I'm two pounds thinner. So whatever. Yeah. Learned to be true. Mm -hmm. Not just received help in, yes. but learn for yourself. We will end yeah. it with good stuff. Okay, so friend my friends, Kendi, Kayla, and if you're watching on their pages, friend me. And you can follow Kendi at, on Instagram. What's your Instagram handle? I think I'm just at Kendi Malat. Yeah. Okay, Okay. and then I'm She Built, and Kayla is... Limitless underscore Coach Kayla. Um, Limitless underscore Coach Kayla. I'll put them in the comments so we can all follow each other and be friends. Sweet. All right, go take care of that baby. Thanks, friends. Thank you. All right. Bye. See ya. Thank you for listening to the Limitless Lifestyle Coaching Podcast. We hope you enjoyed tuning in. If you found this valuable, please subscribe, like, comment, share, and help us get this message out there so we can help more people and create a larger impact for women and moms everywhere. For more info, you can always join our free group on Facebook at facebook.com slash groups slash Limitless Lifestyle Coaching. Thank you so much for tuning in. We'll catch you next time.